going from drummer to vocalist and songwriter. Sticks drummer Todd Zuckerman is with us on the Music Universe podcast. Are you a Styx fan, Matt? Oh, yes. Grand Delusion. Every magician rips off Grand Delusion. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, luckily, only magicians only do this when they're playing as Cap and BM, BMI rooms. So they're fine. But I want to say that every magician has one big illusion, usually their opener. Because mm-hmm. welcome to the Grand Delusion. I can't of course. Uh, so it's usually their opener, but I, that's where I come from, magic and ventriloquism. I had to hear that song so many times. Magicians, if you're listening to this, get original. Stop using Sticks' song. But of course, <laughs> I am a, f- a fan of Sticks. Anybody who's not a fan of Sticks is just wrong and needs to leave Earth. So oh, I, that's I just, agree. That's where we are. But uh, this drummer sounds like he's so much more than his work with Sticks. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I follow him as a drummer myself on social mm-hmm. media and I've got his his instructional DVDs and stuff. So I, it was really an honor and I love being able to chat with some of my Were you nervous too. Uh, like all of them, yes. But once we got going, it, it you start to kind of get in the role of it and you, you kind of, you know, you, you get comfortable and everything's well. And then, you know, you also tend to come up with questions beforehand and hope you're able to ask those and I was able to ask every question I had we chatted for a good 25 30 minutes he's been with sticks since March of 1995 and he's just now releasing his debut solo album called the last flight home came out on May 2nd and the song at the beginning of this episode is the title track from that record Todd Sugarman thank you for joining me at the music universe podcast how you doing I'm doing great, buddy. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. Um, what have you been doing uh, to stay busy during the quarantine? Well, that's a really uh, good question. Uh, I've been helping homeschooling my daughter. Um, I've been hoarding food and supplies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, this record is really sort of the thing that uh, thankfully has been taking a lot of my time. Because when when this situation hit us, uh, the record was done. It was manufactured. It was uh, sitting in boxes in uh, in my house. And uh, then COVID nineteen hit, and I thought, well, I can't release a record during a global pandemic and a crisis where people don't know how they're going to keep the lights on. And uh, as a few weeks went by, I had different uh, you know musical pals of mine say, hey, you know your record's done. You should release it because people need entertainment. People have the time to sit and listen sort of like never before, or certainly the sixties or seventies when you would, you know, pull out the record, put on the headphones and sit there with the record in your lap the whole time. Um, and my wife started to come around on that idea. Cause she, she was with me originally, you know, we can't release this. Like, you know, I don't go on Facebook and, you know, start working a record when <laughs> when this is going on <laughs> sure uh but yeah and then i read someone said you know if you have new music release it now because someone's here now that might not be able to hear it later um so sort of conflicted i i posed posed that question 
on all my socials uh, saying, hey, I have this record. It's done. Should I wait for brighter days or are you interested in new music at this time? Should I go full steam ahead? And the response was an overwhelming 99.9, go full steam ahead, please release it. So I actually moved up the release date without a plan, without an infrastructure. So that has kept me very busy over the last couple of weeks. Wow, yeah, and I'm glad you released it too because I know so many have been delaying their projects and uh, for that very reason, and uh, we definitely need music. Well, th thank you, and I, I, it, it really was uh, beautiful and gratifying to read the, uh, the response of, of those who were uh, encouraging me to do just that and, you know, the, the, the first batches of uh, uh, pre-sale um, before the release date um, have, have gone out and the response I've gotten on the music has just been overwhelming. Oh, absolutely. And it is uh, available on May 2nd, which is your 52nd birthday. So happy birthday. Uh, oh, 50, 51. 51. Let's not push it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so I'm always fascinated how the projects are put together. What inspires you to release a solo album and how long has this been in the works? Well, my, my old friend, J.K. Harrison, uh, the guy I worked with in the old days, had been cajoling me to, to do a record. And I always blew them off, you know, sort of, ah, yeah, yeah, thanks, but, but no thanks. Uh, but he was really the one that believed uh, that I could do it when I didn't believe that, that I could do it. So he kind of dragged me kicking and screaming. And, um, you know, we got together a, a, a couple times. And, and during that, that first batch of, of times we were together, we wrote uh, the song Last Flight Home in like 30 minutes. So it was just one of those magical nights where it was lightning going back and forth and, and you, you wish that it was always that easy, you know, to, right. to write. Um, and the song was done in, in, in 30 minutes. And, and that was really when I started to see uh, the yellow brick road, you know, materialize uh, in, in front of us and going, okay, we, we have something here. Um, th this is definitely a centerpiece song. And uh, that sort of, because of that night, everything sort of organically and naturally unfolded. And all I had to do was just sort of get out of my own way and let this happen. Um, I mean, the reality is uh, I had always assumed that if I ever did a record that, that had my name on it, that it'd be some sort of jazz fusion record that was you know, drum centric. And I, I would imagine that uh, anyone who follows my work would maybe imagine that to be true as well. Right. But this, this just came up, came about, and, and the reality is, I, I I've always been drawn to songs, melodies, the story, and the lyrics, um, and it's I have always wished that I could do that the way a, a boy dreams of being an astronaut or a, a, a you know a major league ball player. So to have this kind of come into fruition was it was pretty magical uh, for 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 me experience wise and a, a great learning experience as a musician. I mean, I've been a musician for 40, coming up on 49 years Wow! <laughs> and pro professional since I was six, but this was a whole new universe, uh, to learn to navigate. Um, so, you know, singing is a very difficult task, being able to sing in time, sing in tune, uh, connect with each line of the lyrics connect all the lyrics together into a story and then have the overall vibe be the story 
that's exponentially difficult. Uh, it's crazy hard to do. So to, to learn to do that and to work with a producer that was able to uh, help me along the way, um, an incredible learning experience. Oh, absolutely. I'm a drummer myself, so I was actually expecting what everyone else would be expecting as far as drum-centric. <laughs> but uh, I'm very pleased with what I've heard. Um, you know, the it's kind of, uh, I think, 70s, 80s kind of pop-infused, um, pop you know, record. And what's it like to come from behind the drums, which obviously you play on this, but now coming to co-write and sing um what's it like to actually transition to frontman for this and primary songwriter compared to just being behind the kit uh it's largely terrifying uh <laughs> notion um but the but the fact that i was scared and uneasy and i felt i was in a small rickety boat with some very uh choppy waves that kind of made me feel maybe this is where I need to be. If I played it safe and just did stuff that I knew that I could do, maybe that's, you know, why would I want to do that? Um, so, it, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that itch will need to be scratched or I'll, I'll, I'll need to play some instrumental music and, and maybe that will be the next one, you know, but the reality is I just played on the Antoine Fafard record, Bormy and Odyssey and the San Nico record, uh, uh, Ascension, you know, very difficult instrumental music. So that itch had been scratched for the time being. And I think that's what helped, um, make this, uh, choice, um, that just happened, uh, sort of, more natural and, and, and an easier choice to 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 make um I, I just sort of went with the flow and uh like i said you know i just had to get out of my own way yeah absolutely and uh do you have plans to tour in support of the project when you're able to oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know look uh you know all we have is the the present moment and so I'm just trying to enjoy this experience of, of having um, finished and, you know, releasing this, this project. But this was very much a grand experiment to see if I could pull off something that I wasn't sure that I could pull off. Um, so really the goal is if people enjoy this music, that's great. Um, and that makes me feel very, very happy. And, and that's the full circle. Um, you know, I have no intentions of, of trying to be a, a uh, singing celebrity, um, or, or, you know, I'm going to, you know, leave my post in the band or anything insane like that. Right. Uh, this was just a, a fun little side project that, uh, and came along at a great time. And, you know, thankfully it's keeping me busy. Um, you know, while we're all, uh, safe at home. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I do follow your socials. I, I love the, the Pearl Masterworks kit you've got. Um, can, yeah. can you talk about the kit a little bit and, and what uh, maybe your favorite additions are to it? Well, the, both the, the current Sticks A-Rig and uh, my current main studio kit, uh, are, it's the same shell configuration. It's the Pearl Masterworks uh, studio recipe, uh, which is a... a maple and gum uh, combination and they're just beautiful uh beautiful drums that you can you know if you want to put white coated heads on them you can they can sound 
you know, vintagey, where you put clear ambassadors on there, and they're they're big, open, and and modern. But they're just beautiful, beautiful drums, you know. And obviously, at home, I have a uh, selection of snare drums to choose from to to try to fit the track. That's something I always try to do is is um, match the personality or the sound that I'm I'm going for with with the correct snare drum choice. But um, yeah, and I'm I'm very fortunate. I, I you know, I'm, I'm a, a obvious gearhead, so I'm <laughs> I could talk for hours and hours about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's quite a snare drum collection too. I I love seeing that wall on there. I'm like, man, maybe someday that I could have that. That that's awesome. It, it's a sickness. <laughs> I bet. What um what is your uh, go to drum fill whenever you sit down at the kit? Go to drum fill, boy. Uh, I have no idea. You know, normally I just sit down and whatever I feel like doing that will come out unless I'm trying to work on a specific idea. Um, but I don't have one go-to fill. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, if I, I think of rudiments as, you know, building blocks, um, you know, or, or letters that, would create a word that would create a sentence um but uh yeah okay i'll i'll, I'll give you one the you know the the blige de gablige, uh you know flam drags like the tony williams mm-hmm. um uh swiss army triplets with the drag in the middle it's one of my faves nice so that brings me to my next question of how many hours a day do you typically sit behind the kit well, you know, that's the funny thing is you kind of get older and you get responsibilities and you have a wife and you have children. The the amount of free time you get to do that uh, thins dramatically. So what I've been trying to do um, is it, at least spending a half hour a, a day out there, if not 90 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I want to remain sharp and in shape. Um, for when this is over and when it's time to go back on the road. I mean, I, I don't want to have the experience of, you know, however long this takes, I don't want it to seem like I've aged 10 years, uh, you know, when I play the first show. Right. So I, I have to remain in shape, sharp, keep my mind working on some new ideas. And the, the one thing that I, I know I'm going to get to uh, after this record is released is I, I need to learn how to work Pro Tools and how to work my studio, of which I do not have the first clue. I've always, <laughs> I've always employed an engineer so he can concentrate on the sounds and what he has to do, and I can concentrate on the music. And for me, you know, it's like I, I know every time we pop up the studio, there's new downloads and new updates, you know, every, every time. And then, wait, this didn't work. This isn't talking this. Or now because we downloaded this, this thing doesn't work. That is not my strong suit. Um, I, I, I'm not a great troubleshooter and I didn't learn how to, you know, I didn't dedicate my life to drums to figure out electronics and have my nose stuck in, in manuals and, and, and calling engineer friends who know more than I all the time for advice that, but that's going to have to happen because if you offered me a million dollars to go to my studio and record one single snare drum hit, I couldn't do it right now. Wow. Yeah. I, I, it, you sound like me where I just want to sit down and play and I don't want to deal with the technical side. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, have no, I, have, I have no interest in that. I, uh, other than that, I wish I did and I wish I could, 
Um, but that is something that I'm going to have to do. Uh, so that will be uh, that that will be how I spent my summer. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> you need, definitely need uh, to do something to, else to stay busy. But um, so I obviously we we know that touring and everything's on pause um, with sticks and stuff. Are you guys even possibly planning to record and tour again, I guess, after all this is set, maybe 2021? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we've had dates uh, every month, you know, March, April, May, June, July, you know, through December, we have dates every month that we'll need to find um, a, a new landing spot eventually somewhere. And uh, had this situation not hit, um, my drum tracks on the new sticks record would have been recorded in Nashville two weeks ago. Wow. So there is a, another record, um, that will be happening, uh, eventually when we're able to, uh, to do that and complete it. So there's, there's no, there's no timeline for the record, even before this hit, sure. you know, it's done, it's done when it's done. Um, there's, there's no, no deadline, no timeline. So that will remain, uh, that way just a little further out yeah and and are you guys a band that you like to be all in the studio together or do you just kind of track it and uh, off some like scratch tracks yeah no we, we would all do things individually uh you know, predicated from uh, some of the demos that exist uh it, you know it's, it's just it's too difficult we all live in different cities um and it's just it's easier to do it that way right yeah and uh, now your album bio mentions 70s rock influences. I, I think a lot of us have those. Can you tell us more about who they are and maybe some newer artists that uh, you enjoy, maybe you're inspired by as well? Yeah, well, you know, re regarding Last Flight Home, you know, when I'm asked, what, well, what's the music like? You know, when I'm hard pressed for that, I would say it's, it's sophisticated pop rock. If you like bands like Elbow, Crowded House, XTC, Jellyfish, you might like this record. Um, those are some of the influences that I hear in, in this record, along with some maybe mid to late seventies Genesis, a little bit of Brian Wilson. Uh, there's a piano part on one song that reminds me of the cure, <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. you know, so it, in, within that record, there's a lot of different, different flavors. Um, but, you know, one of the greatest hands I was dealt in life was growing up the youngest in a musical family uh, where there could be Count Basie blasting out of one bedroom and Led Zeppelin blasting out of another bedroom. Uh, and, and any given day, it could be Mozart or Chicago or Kiss or um, Parliament Funkadelic. You know, it, music was, was music. It wasn't you know all these different kinds and genres it was just there, there were different kinds of music obviously but to grow up in a household with uh such varied choices that helped sculpt my sculpt my choices as i grew up so you know when you're talking about bands from the, the the 70s and 80s or my experience you know we can go from the beatles to to, to the who um beach boys uh, Genesis uh, Journey was a big one for me. I grew up in Chicago, so Sticks was on the radio all the time. Sticks, um, you know, that first Boston record. You know, that, that's actually kind of the the fun thing of of being in Sticks. So many of the bands that we've toured with, 
or done shows with. It's been the radio of my youth, you know, Bad Company, Heart, um, Peter Frampton, um, Billy Squire, Kansas, Pat Benatar. You know what I mean? I can go on and on and oh, on yeah. and on. And, and it just it just tickles me to think like, you know, here's, you know, my mom driving me to Little League practice and all the songs that I heard. <laughs> and, and it's a scenario that I would be either touring with or doing shows with. Um, it just really, really tickles me. And it's got to be so surreal, too, because it's probably something you've always dreamed about. And here you are doing it. Yes, it, it's it was it's really it's the radio of my youth. Um, and. Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny that I find myself in situations where whether I'm sitting in an airport or sitting out going out somewhere that it's hard for me to hear music on the radio that I can't connect myself to like, oh, I worked with an engineer who mixed this track or um, or I met this guy backstage. He was at a show, you know, like, hey, Mickey Dolan's is backstage. I met one of the, one of the monkeys. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can I can kind of personally connect myself in, in, in some way from some experience. Uh, and that's a, a fun game that I, I kind of think about sometimes when my mind wanders. Well, that, that is pretty awesome to, to be able to do that. And uh, I'm, I'm digging the music. I, I have methods and mechanics. I want to ask, is there oh, a man. possibility of a part three? Well, it's, it's funny that you ask that. Really, the part three is, um, if you're familiar with the rock drumming master class that I did last year for Drumeo, that really is methods and mechanics three through ten. Oh, gotcha. Um, that was... Uh, you know, Drumeo is sort of, you know, one of the, uh, you know, I don't know, like a Coca-Cola of, of online drumming uh, schools. Yes. And they, uh, gosh, it was the summer of 2018. Jared called me and he wanted me to do a 26-week course where all the lessons were like 20 to 30 minutes. So we're talking about 15 hours here. <laughs> wow. Uh, of a rock drumming master class. And I, and I, I didn't want to do it at first because I know how I work, that this was going to consume me for a couple months. Mm -hmm. But I had to do it um, because I thought this was an important thing. To me, it's, it's an important to share the knowledge that, that you have. We stand on the shoulders of those uh, who come before us. And, um, and I, I thought this is a chance for me to kind of do methods and mechanics, slowed down, getting more, beginning with more basics and building naturally through you know from point a to point b to point c all all the way through so um yeah i, I basically spent that summer tour writing this curriculum for months and it would be you know like you know knock 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 half hour to show time and like huh, close my computer i have to play the show and then get back to my work yeah <laughs> so work. you know yeah that's kind of how that summer tour was for me but it, it was such a i'm so glad that i did it that way um, because it's, it's something I'm, I'm, I'm fiercely proud of. And it's, it's, it's between methods and mechanics and in this drumming, rock drumming masterclass, it's my biggest love letter to drummers who have always been my, my favorite people. And, um, it, it really is a tremendous, it's, it's like a college course, really. Um, it, it's designed to keep you busy and working and inspired and growing, for six months straight and and because of the pandemic drumeo just released the course 
uh, they dropped the price from $300 to $97. Wow. As a standalone, you know, purchase that you get it all Netflix binge style at once, as opposed to getting a new lesson every Monday. Um, so that's, that's available for, for drummers worldwide. Now you just go to drumio.com, look for, uh, Todd Sugarman Rock Drumming Masterclass, and you can make that purchase, and you have lifetime access to that. Uh, 15 hours, 15 songs, uh, all the charts, all the PDFs. Um, each lesson comes with uh, assignments for beginners, uh, intermediate, and advanced players. Uh, and the technology is really incredible. You, you have speed control over every second. So you could slow slow me way down. You could speed up to get through the my, my yakking. Uh, the technology <laughs> on it is really, really incredible. Now that's fantastic because you can't really do that with the the DVDs of methods and mechanics. So with being able to do this, it really helps. Uh, people yeah, I mean, you, to learn you, it. you have you have the speed control in the in, in the the bottom uh, right corner of the screen. It's yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to check that out because, like I said, I have the first two and they're just. I I've been playing all my life too, and I just feel like I get hung up on doing the same fills or the same beats, and it's like I need something to inspire me. So checking these um, out will definitely help. Buddy, go go check it out, man, because it it's it, it's um it really is something, and, and the the correspondence I received from um the people that took because it was it was originally a course where they the students had direct contact to me as, as a coach that's how this was originally uh designed yeah. so you know week, week to week i was corresponding via email with thousands of drummers from over 60 countries so it was a, a beautiful thing to to take part of and and to uh watch and and see uh, and hear these people grow from the experience and when it ended you know the outpouring of <laughs> of of love i got from the students was just i mean I, I i could i could tear up talking about it it's just amazing oh absolutely and with technology these days it must feel great to just be able like you said to connect with all these people that you would never be able to any other way yeah you know someone would, would ask me a question you know from thailand and I would, you know, send a picture of 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 my hand, a close up of my hand with the grip, and talk about, you know, keep the stick towards the first joint, not the not the middle joint, and boom, and email that off to a, a guy in Thailand. <laughs> that and, is, uh, yeah, yes. incredible. Awesome. Well, Todd, I do appreciate you joining me. Last flight home available now by the time this airs, and uh, I I do appreciate it, and looking forward to more drumming lessons from you as you post uh you know videos on social media i love the sticks ones i just love seeing the the, the performances too and appreciate you joining me well man uh buddy i appreciate you having me uh stay safe and uh and keep doing it man you know this was the first time i was actually offered to be able to sample music for this show so i uh i wanted to uh include uh you know a little sample uh of the title track, Last Flight Home, uh, from Todd Sickerman. Now, people, you hear Buddy talk about, I'm a drummer too. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a drummer, I'm a drummer, I'm a drummer. A lot of people say they're drummers. Buddy, you're a fucking drummer. I mean, <laughs> people, you need to go check out our the music. Is it on the Music Universe Instagram or is it on your personal Instagram? It's my personal, yeah. Uh, you just shred on this electric set. Now, I can imagine, and you, you lined up the audio, you did all that. I was stunned. I'd never seen you play before. Maybe once or twice, bang, bang, boom, but I'd never seen you 
do a lick like that before. And first of all, that must be really annoying to the dogs because it's not even music. You're hitting the you're hitting the electric drums, and so it just sounds like. But no, ahead. actually, my little Pomeranian will lay right next to me anytime I play. Really? really? Yeah. If I start going nuts with the feet and kind of rattles them, he'll he'll get up a minute and move. But no, nah, doesn't bother him uh, unless I play the uh, the acoustic drums and they take off running like bats out of hell. See, meanwhile, I have no talent other than interviewing people. You do a good job of that, Matt. So everybody needs to go out and buy Todd Zuckerman's brand new CD. It's called Last Flight Home. They can get it at ToddZuckerman.com. You can also pick up Methods and Mechanics Volume 1 and 2 there. And check out the Drumeo deal because that is a super killer deal. You won't be disappointed. Well, that's it for us today on the Music Universe podcast. I'm Matt and Don Buddy. Thanks for listening and keep checking out themusicuniverse.com and don't forget to subscribe wherever podcasts are heard. Uh-huh.